You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of your new puppies podcast. I'm Debbie, and today we're going to talk about potty training. The one big topic every single new puppy owner goes through. So today I'm going to give you a step-by-step guide on how to house train your puppy. With house training, the concept of it and what you need to do isn't that hard, but the process, the time, the effort, the emotional roller coaster, it's hard. There are times that you're going to be sitting there and wondering when you're going to get your life back. When are you going to be able to sit on your couch and snuggle with your puppy without constantly worrying if he has to go outside? Don't worry, I promise you that time will come, but we have to get through the house training first. There is no skipping it. There's no easy button. You just have to do it. So I'm going to break it down for you as much as possible. And I also have a cheat sheet available for this episode. It's going to be in the show notes. It's pretty much just going to be a summary of everything I talk about. So if you're driving or if you're taking your dog for a walk, don't worry. You can download this cheat sheet and there's going to be all the steps that I talk about. Plus, I'm going to give you a puppy training calendar to help you keep track of this whole process. I'll get into more details about it at the end of the episode, and I'll tell you exactly where to go to get it. So this is a process that I have done numerous times with different dogs, different puppies, and I've always had great success with it. I do use a crate, and I do not use indoor training pads at all. So in episode five, I go into how to use a crate, why I think it's important to crate train your dog. And I even go into all the different types of crates and the pros and cons of each. And then episode nine, I talk about why I do not recommend that you use indoor training pads while house training your dog. I'll put a link to both of those episodes in the show notes for this episode. Okay, so the biggest concept that we are teaching our dog is where they're supposed to go, where they're supposed to go potty or the bathroom, whatever term you use, Um, because we forget that they're not pre-programmed to know that they're supposed to go outside. House training and teaching our dogs not to go inside our house is such a common and natural thing for us. We forget that it's not common and natural for our dogs. It is common and natural for our dogs not to go in their sleeping area, That's why using a crate to house train your dog makes it a lot more efficient and faster because because when used correctly, they're not going to go inside their crate. But your house, I'm sure, is much bigger than their sleeping area. So they think, okay, well, I just have to go across the room and go to the bathroom. That's their natural instinct. What we're trying to teach them is, no, you have to go out this door to go to the bathroom. So like I mentioned before, it takes time, it takes work, it's gonna be a little frustrating, there's gonna be accidents, but I promise you, if you just stick with it, you will get through it. 
So it's also very hard for me to tell you how long this is going to take because it really depends. It depends on the dog. It depends on you. It depends on your family. Um, it depends on how well you're able to keep your dog's schedule every single day. But I'm just going to give you all the tools I possibly can to make it as quick as possible for you and your dog and your family. Okay, so now the first thing we have to remember is that we want to set our puppy up for success. So we want to make sure we're getting him out before the accidents happen. We're not waiting for him to start circling the floor or to squat to pick him up and bring him out. We want to get him out before there's the potential of an accident. So how do we do that? The easiest thing is to create a schedule. And that's why part of the freebie, I have a puppy training schedule for you to keep track, especially when there's multiple people in the household. There's sometimes some coordination that needs to go on. So when should you be taking your dog out? Well, the obvious times is first thing in the morning and before bed and when it's just been a while. So at times like in the morning or if he's just been in his crate for a little while, what I want you to do is make sure you are completely ready to take your dog outside before you let him out of his crate. You got your jacket on, shoes on, leash in hand, bag in hand. So all you're doing is clipping the leash on and walking out the door because we all know what's going to happen if you let him out of his crate and you're like, oh, my shoes are over by the front door. Oh, my jacket's over in the closet. Yeah, too late. There's a puddle on the floor. We also want to take him out, take him out after he eats or after he drinks. So after he drinks, within 10 minutes, he's going to have to go outside. After he eats, it's going to be within 30 minutes he's going to go outside. And this is why I want you to control the food and the water. Most of us are programmed to leave fresh water down all the time. And I'm going to tell you not to do that. I want you to be able to keep track of every single sip of water your dog eats. Now, food we're used to controlling because he eats at mealtimes. Usually there's two to three mealtimes throughout the day. So we know and we're putting the food down, he's eating the food, and then we're done. So that's easier. But I also want you to control the water in the same way. Don't get me wrong, offer your dog fresh water often, but don't just leave it down because you are going to miss when he takes a drink and then 10 minutes later, there's going to be an accident. So offer your dog water as much as you want, but know that within 10 minutes, you're taking him outside. So this is something that surprises a lot of dog owners when I'm saying don't leave water down all the time. Again, it's temporary. It's just during house training. Be aware of hot weather and, you know, if he's exercising a lot, then yes, offer him more water. The point is that we're not keeping the water from him. We're just controlling it so we know exactly when he's drinking. And then other times that you're taking him outside, any time you have any fleeting thought in your head that maybe he has to go to the bathroom, take him outside. If you're thinking, when was the last time he went out? Take him outside. Or did my husband walk him this morning? Take him outside. When in doubt, take him out. You're going to be spending a lot of time walking your dog outside. Personally, If I'm getting a new dog, I always try to time it for the spring, usually late spring, because I know I live here in Jersey, so we have 
We have the four seasons and then the middle of January, I don't want to be walking my dog outside at two in the morning because that will happen. Just something, some things to think about if you are getting a new puppy. One other thing I want to mention about taking him outside, I do want you to change up the place that you take him a little bit. So I know a lot of people want to teach their dog, especially if you have a fenced in yard, to like go in a certain corner. And it's, it's totally possible to teach him that. But you also have to teach him that's not the only place that he goes. So what, what do I mean by that? I've seen it happen where a puppy was taught to go in one place in the yard and that was the only place they ever went when they were being potty trained. And now that's the only place that they will go. So they won't go on a walk. If you take him anywhere, if he's boarded anywhere, he'll try to hold it till he gets home to go in that one spot. So just change it up a little bit. Like in the morning, when you know he's going to go as soon as you bring him outside, like maybe bring him to the front yard or maybe take a different direction on your walk. You know, when you are in your backyard, if you want to have that specific spot, they go to the bathroom. Then when you go out the back into that yard, then yes, take him to that spot. But I also want you to take him, you know, maybe out the front, you know, on a walk, just so he's learning that it's not the only place that he can go. Okay, so now that we've talked, when do we take him outside? Now let's talk about what do you do when you're out there? So puppies get distracted really easily. So he's probably going to go outside and see a leaf and want to play with it or find a stick and want to play with it. Or he's going to want to try to play with you. So what I want you to do is take away as many distractions as possible because when we go outside, it's business first, okay? When we're outside, we're on a leash, it's all business. We go to the bathroom and then once he goes, then we play. In fact, that's his reward. He goes he goes potty outside, all right, it's playtime. And yes, I did just snap. Now, a lot of people ask me about treats, about how do you reward them? I have never used treats to potty train a dog. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying that's not something I've ever done and I've always had great success. While they're going to the bathroom, I praise the heck out of them. Remember, they're puppies and our praise and our attention is like gold to them. And the tricky thing with treats is you have to get the timing just right. You have to get that treat in their mouth as they're going to the bathroom. Because if we give them the reward when we come back in, in their head, that was the reward of coming back inside, not necessarily going to the bathroom. So to connect the reward, the treat, with the actual going potty, you have to do it while it's happening. So I just use my voice. When he's going potty, I praise the heck out of him. So once he goes, again, you can play with him, bring him back inside, whatever you need to do. But when when you go outside, you just make sure that it's business first, especially if it's in the middle of the night potty. You want to make sure that it's business and then back inside. There's no playtime. There's no free time. It's business and it's back inside. I'll talk more about the overnight potty excursions uh, in a minute. So now we've taken him outside and now we've come back in. What do we do when we come back in? Well, that depends. Did he go to the bathroom? 
fantastic. Now he gets some supervised free time. He gets to run around the house. You probably might still have him sectioned off, say, in the kitchen or a little section of your house. But he gets some free time because his he's empty. So we can relax a little bit. I still want you to fully supervise him because he's still a puppy. You never know if there's still a little bit left in the tank. He's still chewing on things. So don't get me wrong. It's not, you know, go and have a great time upstairs while I'm doing the laundry downstairs. It's still supervised free time, but he gets to run around and play a little bit. If he didn't go to the bathroom when he went outside, then I want you to put him back in the crate when you come back inside. I know it sounds mean, but Because he didn't go outside, it didn't necessarily mean that he didn't have to go. He could have gotten distracted. He might not be making the connection of why you're out there. So you want to put him back in the crate and then wait 10, 15 minutes and take him back outside. And you continue that until he actually does go outside. Remember, he's a puppy. So what? At the most, this is going to last an hour because he's going to have to go eventually. And then once he goes outside, we reward the heck out of him while he's going. And then we bring him outside and it's free time. We get to play with our dog. He gets to run around, whatever you want to do to reward him. Okay, so we've taken him outside. He finally went to the bathroom. We've come back in. He's gotten some free time. So now what do we do with all this other time in the day that he's not going outside, going to the bathroom? That's when we utilize our crate. So if you cannot supervise your dog, and I mean directly supervise, eyes on, not he's in the room with me, not Oh, I can hear him over there. You need to have eyes on your dog. This is so, so important for puppies all the time because puppies are going to get in trouble the second you turn your back, but especially during potty training because the second you're like, where'd he go? There's a puddle on the floor. So this is where if you can't supervise him, then he goes in his crate. He, You give him a chew toy. You give him something fun. Maybe it's just uh, nap time and you let it, let him chill in his crate. It's okay. I know a lot of people, especially during potty training, it's probably when he's going to spend the most time in his crate. And there's a little bit of guilt attached to that, especially because you didn't get a puppy to have him sit in his crate. This is how, how I want you to approach it though. Okay. So if we put our dog in our crate, say for two, two hours, that enables us to get whatever we need to do done, whether it's Work, an errand, laundry, a nap, whatever we need to do, we can focus on it because we know our puppy is safe and he's not getting into trouble in his crate. So then when it is time to let our dog out, we can give him fully focused time because we've gotten all our other stuff done. So we're not trying to give our dog free time while we're doing the dishes or give our dog free time while we're answering emails. We're giving our dog focused time and that means we're probably exercising him. We're stimulating him. Maybe we're doing a little training, which is also a form of exercise and stimulation. So when it is time for him to go back in his crate, He's tired and happy and content because he just got like an hour or two hours of completely focused attention. Okay, so if we do, I know this is easier said than done, but if we do it right, then it's better for everybody. This is where I'm going to talk about the, what happens when he's in his crate, especially overnight, and he starts to whine a little bit, but you're not sure if he has to go to the bathroom. Well, what's our mantra? 
when in doubt, take him out. And I know a lot of people hesitate here because they're like, well, I don't want him to learn that two o'clock in the morning, if he whines, I'll take him outside. Yes, that is a valid concern. But while we're potty training, it is our number one priority. And when in doubt, we're going to take him out. So we are going to take him out, but it is all business. We are going to keep the environment as stimulus-free as possible. So if it's overnight, we're not going to turn on any lights. We're only going to turn on the lights that we absolutely need. We're not going to really talk to our puppy. If we do, it's very calmly. We're going to get completely ready, right? Completely ready. Shoes on, jackets on, leash in hand. We're going to take him outside. He's not allowed to play. He's not allowed to go romping around in the grass. He goes to the bathroom and then he comes back in. He goes back in his crate and you go back to bed. So hopefully this will minimize him thinking that, okay, if I whine, I get to come out and play. It's like he can whine, but we're going to take him outside. And if he doesn't go to the bathroom, he's going back in his crate, which is good if he does have to go to the bathroom. And then there still might be a little bit of, he still might learn and try to whine to get out of his crate. But that is easily fixed later when we are positive he doesn't have to go to the bathroom. Now, while we're on the subject, let's quickly talk about the overnight potty training. So this is going to be tough. You're going to lose some sleep because a dog, because your puppy simply can't hold it that long. Now, if you have a couple people in your household that can help with the potty training and there's somebody who goes to bed late and then somebody else who wakes up early, then you're golden. That's fantastic. But if you're the only person or if everybody's kind of on the same sleep schedule, then we're going to have to figure something out. And this is totally up to you. Either we're going to try to go to bed a little later and maybe get up a little earlier. So during the potty training, maybe we're getting a little less sleep there. Or if you don't mind getting waking up in the middle of the night and then going back to bed, then that's also your option. It depends on what's better for you. What's gonna what's going to affect your sanity the least? You know, is it better for you to kind of get a solid night's sleep but a little less? Or keep your same number of hours of sleep, but you get up in the middle of the night to let the guy out. It's just until he's older, he's not going to be able to physically hold it overnight. You know, and you might be surprised. That usually happens quicker just because he's growing and and his body's maturing. Having to go to the bathroom overnight doesn't last as long as the whole potty training experience. Okay, so now we're going to talk about what to do when there is an accident. This, to me, in my experience, is key. How you handle an accident is key to the potty training experience. If you do it correctly, I feel it really speeds up the process. What do you do when you find it? If you find the puddle, you find the poop, and you didn't see it happen. Well, you clean it up. You clean it up and you let it go. We can't punish our dog for something that we didn't see happen. They're not going to make that connection. This is all on us. Obviously, if we didn't see it, we weren't supervising. So what we do is we clean it up. We use one of those enzyme cleaners because we want to try to get the scent out of there, not just you know the smell that we smell, but the smell that they smell because dogs will naturally go in the same area. So we get one of those enzyme cleaners, we clean it all up. I think there's some do-it-yourself recipes um, if you're a do-it-yourselfer. And then we figure out why it happened. 
we sit down and say, okay, there was this accident. Why did it happen? Now, sometimes you're not going to know why. Sometimes you're going to do everything right and it's going to happen. But other times it's maybe you weren't supervising. Maybe we lost track of time. Maybe our schedule was a little off today. And you figure out why and we use it as a learning experience. Okay, and that's going to be part of the cheat sheet I have is there's going to be a section to keep track of accidents and why they happen and how we're going to try to improve it for next time. And remember that accidents are going to happen. They will happen. You're going to do everything right and they're going to happen, especially when everything's going well. You're going to go a few days, there's not going to be any accidents, maybe even a week without accidents, and all of a sudden there's going to be one. That's when it's going to happen because you're going to let your guard down. Everything's going so well. He's going to the back door to let us know that he has to go out. And you're going to let your guard down a little bit. And then an accident's going to happen. Very, 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 very common. It's probably going to be frustrating. It's probably, you're probably going to think, oh, I thought we had this down and now this accident happened. Just remember that it is part of the process. So what happens if you catch him, if you see the sniff, if you see the circling, if you know, and if you're watching your dog when he goes to the bathroom, you're going to learn his exact body language and he's about to go to the bathroom. What do you do? You run over and you scoop him up and you bring him outside. Even if he has started to go, I don't care if you don't have your shoes on. I don't care if you're going to get pee on you. You run over, you startle him a little bit, maybe with a eh, eh, eh. So he looks over to you, you scoop him up and you bring him outside. I believe that this is key. This is really a place that your dog is going to make the connection that we go to the bathroom outside. Okay, because it's going to be weird and confusing that you are running over to him and scooping him up while he's just trying to pee. But now you're going to bring him outside. And I don't, he might be done. You might have been too late and he might be empty. It doesn't matter. We bring him outside. We're teaching him. We're not doing this inside. We're taking him outside. Okay. A lot of people hesitate to do this because they don't want to scoop their dog up while they're peeing. Please try to get over that and just do it. Potty training is messy. Okay, so home stretch. So as I mentioned a couple times, I do have a cheat sheet for this episode. I summarized everything I talked about, all the different tips that I've given throughout this episode. So don't worry if you didn't write anything down. There was a lot of information. One thing that most of us don't do, but it is actually very helpful, is keeping a little journal. So at the end of the cheat sheet that I give you, there is a little puppy training schedule. So What it has is it has a section where you can write down his schedule. You can write down when he's supposed to go out, when he eats, especially if you're working with a whole family and you want to keep track of who's doing what, like who's in charge of what and who took him out and when he went. There's also a little section to keep track of the accidents, why they happen, so we can learn for next time. And of course, there's a section to write down your successes. You know, what happened today? There was only one accident today, or there were no accidents, or there was an accident, but we know exactly why and we can fix it. And just know there will be a time that you'll be sitting on the couch at night watching TV with your dog at your feet, and you're going to be like, huh, remember that time where the only thing we thought about was, does the dog have to go outside? 
It will happen. I promise you. Potty training is a rite of passage. Every single puppy owner goes through it. And it's definitely one of those things that if you ever get another puppy, you're going to forget how hard it is until it's happening again. Okay, so if you want to get that cheat sheet, you just have to go to the episode notes, which is at playtimepause.com forward slash episode 10. So it's the number 10. So it's playtimepause.com forward slash episode one zero. Okay, and please also go to the show notes, leave some comments, tell us what's worked for you, what didn't work for you. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to your new puppies podcast. Learn more about us at playtimepause.com. Hello, Debbie here. I just wanted to pop back in to let you know about my brand new four-week puppy course. So if you're thinking about getting a puppy, or maybe you already have one, this is my new four-week course where I go over all the stuff that you need to get through puppyhood. So it's a lot of stuff that I talk about on the podcast, but I go into greater detail, and throughout the course, you have direct access to me to answer all of your questions. And there's even an option for a one-on-one training video session with me throughout the course. So if you're interested, you can head over to playtimepause.com forward slash puppy, and I hope to see you over there. Bye for now.